Now, this is a small thing. You're listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. Son of a bitch. Bets and Quotes both do more work for the show than any of us. They definitely do more work than some of us. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> hey, babe. I yeah, think they no, would yeah, finish no. in the hierarchy of all the people that we have on the Power to Morning Show. They probably work the third and fourth most hard. Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast, a podcast for the rubes, by the rubes, talking all things Power Trip. Bets and Quotes is hosted by Chuck, better known as Power Trip Bets. Why I love Chuck is that's exactly how I felt about the show, but I couldn't articulate it the way that he did. And Dave, the one and only Power Trip Quotes. Guy, he's going to get in there and just try to maul you. They were going to get an apartment together and see how things went, but settled on a podcast instead. Our legal disclaimer is simply that Lawyer Lambert probably likes us better than you, so good luck suing us. We hope you enjoy this episode, but if not, feel free to play Jax on 494. going to talk about the uh, the twin score tonight in the opening uh, we're going to talk about a twin score from a couple days ago because uh that's the game i went to and it'll also make lou happy because the twins beat the royals six to two behind kenta maeda the bullpen didn't blow it uh it was i will tell you dave um i hadn't been to a game since 2019 and it was like it was probably the best baseball game I've ever been to in my life, which uh, speaks loudly Jeez. to uh, what the pandemic has done and how much people are craving, you know, doing normal things again. And I can only imagine what Vegas is going to feel like in three weeks if I enjoyed a random Twins Royals baseball game. <laughs> yes, uh, life will be better because your money will be on the line. But uh, yeah, I saw Jack got the helmet nachos courtesy of uh, Cardboard Chuck. Oh yeah, oh my god, those are the best too. It's like you get the Royals helmet, they fill it with nachos, they put chili on one side, cheese on the other, and a oh. little slice of heaven right there, let me tell you. So. You know, I, I was thinking the helmet nacho, you know, I've said for a long time on here that, uh, you know, chicken nuggets are better, taste better in the shape of dinosaurs. Helmet uh, nachos are taste better in a helmet. I, I think maybe my casket, I want my casket to be filled with, like, diced up onions and tomatoes, <laughs> tortilla chips, and just fill up the top to, with just nacho cheese. <laughs> well, there's a, a marketing opportunity for Tommy. He could start a line of chose caskets. So that, Ooh. Would, be, that would be perfect. <laughs> uh, I like that. And uh, it, it would be spelled uh, C-H-O-Z. Oh, there you go. I'd be that 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 would be a big seller, especially to the uh, the millennials that are in the uh, casket shopping uh, industry. So uh, yeah, <laughs> huge market. Huge market. Well, speaking of huge, uh, how about the turnout at the comedy show? Which wow. we said last week, we're like, this place is going to be packed. Now I was guesstimating like twelve hundred people because that's what they said it it would seat, but um, I didn't even factor in standing room only. Uh, just tons of rubes out there uh comedy show was a pretty big hit uh what are what are a couple of your big takeaways from uh what went down last thursday night at canterbury um i i guess you know marnie obviously stole the show with her performance 
you know, we we talked about how she was kind of going to be a wild card in there, and we didn't know how nervous she would be and how well she'd actually perform. But, uh, I, I mean, it, it all comes back to Marnie. When I was making all my notes for the Comedy Show review, it's just Marnie, Marnie, Marnie. But um, overall, I was super impressed with every single one of them that performed, and I think they did an outstanding job. And I think if they would have known how well um, everybody would perform, I think even more people would have showed up. So, um, yeah, just blown away. I mean, I even look back at like the – I think it was like 2018 or 2019 uh, where they had the aerial shot of the state fair and it was just absolutely nuts. You know, just people as far as the eye can see. And um, But to see that room filled with whatever, you know – 1800 2000 probably even more than that uh people in there to watch not comedians except for sauce like do comedy um that's got to be pretty special and i'm i i think the guys felt pretty good about um their following (laughs) yeah i think it just uh hammers home what a what a show they have and uh, i always love when chris says the uh, the line uh people really do listen to this show so (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they do. That is a fact. Yeah, I I echo the same things. Uh, you know, my pick um, my pick to uh, win last week was uh, Muss, and um, I, I'm pretty proud of that pick because it sounds like Muss had about the second best set behind Marnie. Uh, I think the goulash uh, little bit was a was a home <laughs> run with everyone. And uh, well, so... and his brother Steve uh, not masturbating ever. <laughs> Right. How about that? Oh my, that's a lie. But um, <laughs> they uh, <laughs> they definitely uh, definitely killed it. Yeah, like you said, um, good highlights from everybody. And a huge shout out to AJ for opening with "F Me." Uh, that, yes. That like absolutely out of character. When I obviously you and I didn't uh, weren't able to attend it live. And when I saw Swedberg treat, uh, tweet that AJ dropped an F bomb. I was like, okay, Swedberg's just trying to be funny, you know, and that's his attempt at humor. <laughs> nope, he actually did. So uh, <laughs> kudos to H.A. for going way outside yeah. the box and getting some laughs. So uh, How absolutely perfect is that, though? Not only that he, he gets drawn first, um, he's not, you know, he's not going to go up there with a dirty set. So um, just a great way to set the scene there is just, oh, well, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, yeah, so... So well done, everyone. Um, I think it was a, a rip-roaring success, of course, and um, just a little prelude to probably uh, Detroit Lakes, which we're going to talk about today on today's episode, and, of course, Vegas in three weeks. So um, I think uh, I think anytime the guys are live uh, for about the next year, people are going to be even more amped up, and I think that was evident at the comedy show for sure, so... All right, so yeah, we are going to uh, talk about, we're going to, of course, do the bets update, the quotes of the week. We are going to go down memory lane. We're going to revisit Detroit Lakes when Rube Josh won initials and shocked the world. Uh, they're, they're in Detroit Lakes this week, so we thought that would be a perfect time to go down memory lane and talk about that. And then we're also going to have quotes notes at the end. In our Patreon section, um, we are going to, I'm going to send out something probably this week to try and get a good head count for our Bets and Quotes golf tournament that will be taking place Labor Day weekend, Saturday of Labor Day weekend. So um, if you're a Patreon member, uh, just be on the lookout for that. And if you're not and you'd like to join us, of course, you're always welcome to join us on the old Patreon crew. And I will, um, I will throw this little nugget out there. 
you're going to want to be a Patreon member um, by by the end of the year. Uh, let me just say that because not only do you get to take place to take part in the uh, the Patreon money bet that we do, that if we happen to hit it would be distributed to one or more uh, one or more winners. But I got a little something else up my sleeve for the end of the year. And again, if you're uh, if you've always thought, well, maybe I should join or whatever, you know, have had the thought, just have never pulled the trigger. Trust me, you're going to want to. Uh, there, there's something something big coming towards the end of the year that, Dave, you don't even know about yet. So how's that for a tease? I was going to say, I'm glad I'm a member myself. Um, <laughs> right. so, so maybe I have a chance. Keep your renewal up, Dave. So. <laughs> All right, well, let's get started, as always, with a bets update. Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge. Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge. All right, I wasn't sure what order to put the bets in this week, but, you know, it it really became a no-brainer. When the GOAT performs, the GOAT goes first. And the GOAT performed on Saturday, or I'm sorry, on uh, July 4th, which was Sunday, and Joey Chestnut, of course, won. I mean, that was the biggest no-brainer of all time. But he hit the over, which uh, you and I both profited handsomely on. And he hit exactly 76 hot dogs eaten, which is what Chris Hockey had picked in the bet that they did. They had to hit the exact number. Chris Hockey picked 76. He wins the hot dog bet and snaps his 16-bet losing streak. Oh, the best bet of the year. The Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that was a way to end this, end the drought, Hawk. Uh, what a way to do it on a prop, an exact hot dog uh, winning bet. So, uh, yeah, I I made some money off that as well. I know you did as well. I mean, it, it's the auto lock of the year. It's oh, yeah. the over on the hot dog eating contest. 100%. So. I, could, I, I honestly couldn't believe it was 73 and a half. I thought they were going to do it at like 74 and a half or maybe even 75. Because, I mean, he's got no real competition at all. I mean, right. for there, there's zero competition in this at all. So all he's there to do is just break his own record. That's That's totally what his goal is. And um, he was he was out to do it, and of course he did it. So you know, I that was that was such a no brainer bet. I read one sports book had eighty percent of their money on the under, and I'm like, what on earth are these people I know. thinking? I know. Uh, when I looked at it on Sunday morning, I saw it was seventy three and a half, and over was minus one hundred five, and the under was like my because they they make more juice on it, so it was it was like minus one thirty five on the under. I'm like, are you nuts? Yep. Could you imagine on on our national Independence Day? doubting that the goat hot dog competitive eater of all time is not going to break another record of, you know, how do you bet the under in that situation? I tell you, I, I'm, I'm guessing some of those people are the same people that bet the wolves over. So uh, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, horrible you know, betting. So <laughs> if you bet the under on the hot dog eating contest, you should have to watch the fireworks blindfolded. <laughs> so uh, congratulations to the goat. Well done. And well done, Chris hockey. Uh, my bet of the week last week for the power trip was the Rocket Mortgage Classic. And, you know, I don't want to, like, stand on a pedestal and pat my own back, but I will say <laughs> this bet, like, and I get that it was a random golf tournament with a bunch of no-name golfers, and so it wasn't exactly the epitome of excitement. This bet was about as dead even as any bet I have ever seen in power trip history. 
Um, I gave the option of taking golfers A to L or M to Z. Um, Sauce took M to Z, so Corey got A to L. Um, after the first day, and I did that after the first round, and it was a pretty even split at that point. After the second round, it was both of them had about half the golfers in on the leaderboard, and it was almost like every other golfer was one of theirs. Um, after day three, it was more of the same where, you know, I think sauce had like the top two golfers, but then Corey had like the next five. And so, I mean, just dead even to the point that on Sunday, uh, <laughs> you know, it was, it was tight all the way. You had a bunch of guys at the top. It ends in a three way tie, of course, two for sauce, one for Corey. Um, you know, you see figure sauce has a slight advantage sauce loses a golfer on the first hole of the playoff. So now it is a literal heads up match in a playoff between sauce and Hawk or sauce and Corey. And not only is it a, a head to head matchup, it ends up going five playoff holes. That's how dead <laughs> even it was. And finally on the fifth playoff hole, sauce's guy misses the putt to, uh, to even the hole and Corey wins the $50 bet. So, I mean, I, I wish it had been like a much more high profile tournament or bigger golfers or something like that. Cause that was, that was like one of the biggest sweats I've ever seen <laughs> for the, for the few people who were tracking it, which I, I was, I was uh, at least app watching. I wasn't watching on TV, but uh, yeah, some of these bets are, are so creative and fun. I love that you, uh, you know, you're kind of getting your stage now on Fridays to share them and uh, use your creative gambling mind and, yeah, I mean, on paper, that just seems, you know, like laughable. Like, why would you bet that? But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I bet on video game simulations, <laughs> and it, it just makes everything more fun. So uh, life is better with money on the line. And, uh, yeah, I'm yet another good betting idea from you, Chuck. Well, I've got, I've got some good ones coming up for football season especially. Uh, I, I, I've got some uh, interesting ones that I think the guys will like. Um, I've already got um, I've got one locked down for uh, two weeks from now that will be, I think, a, a, a lot of fun as well um, related to the Olympics. So a slight preview mm. there. So uh, last one I want to talk about was the match. Uh, the uh, Phil Mickelson, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Bryson DeChambeau match, which is going on right now. And we're probably going to get a live bet result before the end of the podcast. I love when we uh when we yes. do that, because it's very timely for our listeners to uh, give a live sports update during a podcast. So um, as of right now, it looks like DeChambeau and Rogers are going to take it down, but it ain't over yet. So uh, so we'll see. Sauce had uh, Rogers and DeChambeau and uh, Hawk had Mickelson and uh, Brady. So we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. I've watched a couple holes of this. It is boring as shit, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it's too long. I, I think they should just do nine holes, to be honest. Because, yeah. like, the the mystique of the whole, like, oh, we get to hear every word they're saying, and, uh, you know, they throw jabs and blah, blah, blah. It's like, that works for, like, the first hour, and then it's like, what are we doing here? The, like, jabs, it, the jabs almost seem like they were set up, too. Like, like there was a writer beforehand that was like, here would be a great line to use. Here would be a great – almost like they're on SNL or something, and this is all kind of prefab. So, yeah. I don't know. It, it just – I'm thoroughly bored with it, and I'm only watching it to see who wins the bet. So, yeah. Um, 
so yeah, let's uh, let's do better. Of course, it'd probably help if I was like a huge fan of any one of these guys, but um, <laughs> I'm certain it would also not. help if you have money on the line. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, it's saying something when you're in a foursome like that, and Mickelson is the least douchiest guy out there. So right. I mean that that that, that tells you all yeah. you need to know about the match. I was going to fire off this tweet because I thought it was really uh, – it was maybe a little too aggressive, but I thought it was perfect. I would hate to see it, but if an asteroid were to strike that golf course right now, I would definitely sacrifice Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson to be able to wipe uh, DeChambeau and Rogers off the face of the planet. <laughs> uh, slightly aggressive, but uh, we, we get the point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that will do it for the bets update. Here come your quotes of the week. And now, it's time for the Quotes of the Week. I'd let Brett Favre be on me. Sure. Ted Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the, than the Gophers. Because it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. <laughs> bang and lung darts whale. All right, friends, it is time to get to the Quotes of the Week. And we will start at number three with Corey Cove. Good. I'd yeah, rather not do. smell bad. You, you do smell, smell good. Who uses a shot to the chest before they go to bed? Now, did you do this when you were sleeping Hawks. alone? Hawks, Dad. Oh, how dare you. Oh, that, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like how they uh, they highlighted uh, Tommy's Joker-esque laugh there um, as they were playing the quotes of the week this morning. Yeah, um, for sure. You set that up really well uh, for this week's quotes of the week uh, from the intro on down through the quotes and everything. And um, yeah, if if there was a battle for Joker laughs between Parrish and Tommy Olsen, man, I I don't know who to make the favorite in that one. That's tight. That is uh, maybe maybe we'll do uh, quotes investigates and we'll we'll analyze (laughs) the Joker laughs between the two of them head to head. Uh, All right. Well, at number two this week. It's Chris Hockey. Like right now, like as a 50-year-old, uh, I have to change my undies midway through oh the day. Oh, my God. See, that Why? blows my mind. What yeah. are you doing? You're sweating? <laughs> my, my, my testes get sweaties. My, your testes <laughs> get sweaties. They do, man. <laughs> my testes get sweaties. I don't think off the top of my head I could name a person on the earth that would say, my testes get sweaties. <laughs> And there are a lot of millennials and Gen Zs and, um, <laughs> you know, crazy people on this earth. Um, I, I think Moose Soup Lady would have spit out her Moose Soup when she heard that on the radio. <laughs> the only person who would come close to it would be Tommy, but he would probably say my T's get S-y, So Right, yes. Yeah, it would too many abbreviations. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, well, the only person who could beat Chris Hockey is the man who beats himself. At number one, it's Chris Hockey. Door for you. I didn't mean to turn you on. Here's the thing you know for sure about Robert Palmer, though. (laughs) Careful. He can carry a cup of coffee in both hands and still bring you a dozen donuts. Oh, my God. Brilliant. Brilliant. You should have used that tomorrow night. That's a great line. What a waste. Oh, my gosh. That is such a great line. So here's the visual that I have with that one. The old uh, Fisher Price, uh, like post, <laughs> I know exactly, and then what you all mean. the plastic, colorful donuts that you you know st- you have the little kids stack up on there. Um, 
that's initially where my head went. That's one of my first memories as a kid is one of those. I think it had like six rings yeah. on it. So that's only like a half of Robert Palmer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Now we can judge things in uh, Robert Palmer's. Uh, how, how many donuts could he fit on it? <laughs> and Hawk yeah. kind of admitted today that he might, may, he may have heard that before, but still it was perfectly yeah. timed. So uh, you got to yeah. give him full credit. Yeah. I'm giving him full credit for sure. Uh, that, That'll make the tournament, Chuck. That's for sure. Oh, I would think so. Well, there are your quotes of the week. It's time for the weekly segment of Your Thoughts. Copyright Dark Star. All right. Well, the guys are getting back to Detroit Lakes this week. Uh, they'll be doing the uh, initials major live from Detroit Lakes. And uh, I just got to tell you, man, like, you know, we talked about it in the open with the the comedy show, but... How awesome is it that like life is freaking back to normal and live shows are a thing. I'm excited for, for all the people, the Detroit lakes are going to get to witness it. Uh, I know even like I saw Smitty Ooms driving up there. Um, you know, I think maybe some rubes from the, uh, the Metro are even going to make it up there as well. Um, I, it, it's just awesome. It is so cool to have like this stuff again, you know, the car wash is going to be coming up here. Of course, Vegas, obviously, uh, just all sorts of just normal stuff. State fair, right? State fair is always right around the corner. Um, I just, I, I could not be more excited. And, you know, obviously live shows are never as much fun if you're not at them. But um, I think just the opportunities, I think so many people are going to get a chance to actually go out and see the Power Trip live. And it's just fantastic. Yeah, it, it's so good to see, uh, you know, the comedy show kind of broke everything open and uh, a great way to start the whole uh, KFN summer tour here. For but, sure. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm super excited. I'm, I'll definitely be at the State Fair show. I think that's going to be uh, – you're definitely going to want to be there this year. Um, I think they're only doing one show, but yeah, the live shows are great. Uh, Smidium invited me in the, you know, we're road tripping buddies since uh, we went to Kansas City to see you, Chuck. Um, but I don't believe I will be able to take this Friday off. Yeah, and it's 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 a little bit of a drive for me for an initial major, so I think I will probably yeah. pass on Detroit Lakes this weekend. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm um, I'm definitely excited to. Um, I'm hoping the car wash works out because August is kind of tight for me. But um, after the Vegas trip, so I'm hoping it's on a on a date that I can make it. But we'll we'll see. Um, and of course, we're planning on doing the. Uh, I'm planning on being up there over Labor Day and um, doing the golf tournament and everything. So maybe there'll be something around that time for me to take part in as well. But yeah, it's just it's so awesome, and um, you can you can just tell the excitement level and just great to great to feel that normality once again so uh, and yeah and you know the the beautiful thing about Detroit Lakes I mean I think the first thing you think of it wasn't a major but is Josh Rube Josh you know and so we decided to go down memory lane this week to uh to replay Josh's appearance but um yeah I mean that's that's the first thing I think of when I think Detroit Lakes yeah, I mean for sure. Uh, 2016 in July at Water Carnival, it was a where were you moment, and uh, like, like Corey alluded to, probably the biggest moment in initials history. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it, it, um, I, I'm hard pressed to think of anything that was bigger, you know, than a than a Rube winning. I mean, there were some you know yeah. record breaking performances and and different things, but yeah, Rube winning initials. That's a 
that's a pretty pretty big deal so um so yeah we're gonna relive that memory now and i'd forgotten that uh the lawyer lambert and his lovely wife were were up there for that show and it, it starts with her drawing josh's name not only is she the the uh the mom of, of meat sauce and david but she's also over here please over here, over here. She's also married to the sexiest man in America. Good God. Lawyer Lambert. And it's always He's hard here. to keep somebody home. Close your eyes, reach in, and draw a name, please. Okay. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen. Josh Hein. H-E-I-N. Josh. Nobody's jumping. Hi, Steve. Oh, my God. Hi, Steve. Yay. He's got a high Steve shirt on. You drew the right name. Good job. So that is how it begins with Josh Hine and his high Steve shirt. <laughs> I lost in there for me. Maybe it's just what I come to expect from hockey, but you know, he's telling Sasha's mom to, all right, close your eyes, reach in. It's like, right. <laughs> Something he said to lawyer Lambert multiple times. <laughs> I was going to say, he stole that right out of the playbook there. <laughs> For sure. So, uh, so yeah, they uh, they talked to Josh before the uh, the um, initials game started and uh, found out a little bit more about him. Look at Josh. All right, somebody kill time here for a second. I need sixty here, seconds Josh. of film. Here, ta- Josh. Talk to Josh for sixty seconds. All right, seconds. I'm going to interview you as you walk up the steps. Josh, where are you from? Uh, originally from Detroit Lakes. Um, up here from Worthington right now. Oh, I love Worthington. I was there last weekend. Great place. Uh, have a seat right there, if you would, please. Uh, that's your microphone. Those are your headphones right there. Uh, everybody say hi to Josh. Hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. Uh, Josh, are you a constant listener to the Power Trip Morning Show? Every day. And do you feel like you're going to be good at the initials game? I sure hope so. Yeah, well, I sure hope you're not. I, I'm wow. not going to lie to you. I want you to be bad at this. I need to win one. It's been a long, long dry spell for me, both at home and on the initials. Good luck. You're going down. <laughs> All right. Wow. You're going down, sucker. What do you do for a living, Josh? Uh, a little bit of everything. Oh, prostitution. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yes. No, I uh, farm, um, do some handyman work, stuff like that. Ooh. So Hockey does handyman work. He does. He fixed. I'm surprised you didn't say his sister. Let's leave his sister out of it. She hey, thanks. Su- she suffered enough. Wow. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. See, his mom's here, so he's being nice. He's being <laughs> <Right> respectful. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Sauce had to get in um, <laughs> some hockey jokes there, of course. I just I love that in there. Just he does. He does. <laughs> and and I think Josh has about the perfect Minnesota accent. Like uh that's he like does, yes. one of the the most identifiable Minnesota accents and Josh has it perfectly. Yes, he sounds like he works with his hands and he goes up north and uh you know, he pulls his uh bullet behind his truck. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, <laughs> I should make fun. I have like a super Minnesota accent. <laughs> I never really did, even when I lived there. And then when I moved farther south, I completely lost whatever Minnesota accent I did. Except uh, I still have all my Minnesota references, like uh, you know, Duck Duck Gray Duck and Hot Dish and Kitty Corner. Yeah. And I still get weird looks when I use those terms. But hey, that's uh, and I'm... borrow. <laughs> of course, borrow me. <laughs> So the game starts, and the very first initials item goes right to Josh. Here's item number one. Clue number one. Uses gravity as its means of return to a state of rest. 
Clue number two. Usually between five and ten feet long. Paul? Yes. Gravitational pull? Incorrect. I thought it was too easy, but I just went with it. Sauce is out for the rest of item number one. That is incorrect. Uh, Clue number three. number three. There is one in the White House. Clue number four. In 1997, a D-274 sold for a record-breaking $1.2 million. Clue number five. The most used parts of it are white and black. Clue number six. Last but not least, it is a classic concert instrument. Josh. Josh! Grand piano. Yeah! 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 I love it. Listen to that. So Josh jumps out to the lead one to nothing and lost in the shuffle there. Meat Sauce thinks a gravitational pull is five to ten feet long. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, man. that And that's so initials, too. I mean, you just, you know, from one clue to the next, you know, if you just wait one more, it's like... Um, yeah, you can't put it together. But, yeah, the crowd goes wild as Josh gets point number one. Absolutely, yeah. The uh, the crowd was behind him from the get-go. And this was this was at a time when Meat Sauce was the dominant one in initials, but AJ was really starting his charge that would eventually overtake Meat Sauce. And so that's where you hear a lot of the jabbing back and forth between them. So, um, And it was at a point where, you know, Meat Sauce, people forget Meat Sauce was the villain for a long time. And... People, uh, people were cheering for AJ to overtake him, and then um, you know things have changed since then. So at this point, you know, Meat Sauce nor AJ were really like the big, uh, big popular ones, and so uh, people were people found it easy to get behind Josh. So uh, they got to question number three, and uh, Josh proved that it was no fluke. Josh has one. AJ has one. Here's item three of GP. Clue number one. Is the title of a 2007 Mary J. Blige album. Clue number two. Relatively common from ages three to twelve. Clue number three. Created by Neil Marlins in a debut in 1985. Josh. Josh! Growing pains. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> smile show me that smile this would be the best thing ever <laughs> so he nails show it me on, that smile josh nails it on growing pains how awesome is that oh very fitting which i think was the the intro for the show at the time in 2016 absolutely was yeah so uh <laughs> very uh very appropriate for uh for a rube to nail that on the song so uh yeah, that was uh that was a pretty awesome moment. Uh but then Josh goes uh pretty pretty cold. So he was up immediately 2 to 1 um after three items and then he didn't get anything for a long time. So you began to wonder is he, you know, is he going to be a contender at all? And hockey even passed him. 
So they get to item number 11. Hockey's going for the win here because Hockey's got three. Uh, Josh and I think AJ both had two. So Hawk had a chance to put it away on item number 11. But we know that didn't happen. Here's item 11 with Chris Hockey going for the win of GP. Clue number one. Does not exist naturally in the wild. Clue number two. Have been used by many indigenous South American groups in folk medicine and in community religious ceremonies. Clue number three. Were used for biological experimentation but have largely been replaced. Clue number four. In 2009, a Walt Disney film featured a group of highly intelligent ones trained as operatives for the U.S. government. Clue number five. In Western societies, they've enjoyed widespread popularity as a household pet. Clue Josh. number six. Josh! Guinea pig? Yeah! <laughs> Was that 11? Come on, Josh. Pig, that was 11. Hey, hold on a second. Great job of aging, driving all the way up here for nothing. <laughs> I've been sitting on that one just like this sweet ass since yesterday. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's right. Uh, it wasn't AJ that had it. was uh, Sauce and Parrish actually both had two at the time. So after number 11... It was tied. Uh, Hawk and Hawk and Josh were tied at three, um, and uh, Perry and uh, or I'm sorry, Ben, Ben and Sa- Perry wasn't there yet. Uh, ben and Sauce were uh, were tied at two. So uh, anybody's anybody's match going into the last question, but uh, yes, uh, <laughs> nothing like Sauce sitting on a joke on his sweet ass for a day. <laughs> yeah, because I think there was something of like AJ had something going on, or he was hemming and hawing about it all week, and. Um, you know, Sauce was kind of excited that, you know, AJ wasn't going to be, uh, participating. So he would have a better shot at the win. And then he drove, <laughs> he drove up there. So yeah, uh, pretty quick there to throw some shade at AJ when he was eliminated. Yeah, for sure. So, so we get to item number 12. So this could go many directions. We could end up in a three-way tie. We could end up in a head-to-head tie with a tiebreaker, or Hawk or Josh had the chance to win it outright with item number 12. This is for the win, Josh. You can yeah, do yeah, this. Yeah. Oh, this would be the greatest bit ever. All right, item 12, Hawk and Josh going for the win. Ben and Sauce need this for the tie. Item 12 of GP. Clue number one. Was once morbidly obese. Clue number two. Was once a playwright and an adopted daughter. Ben. Ben for the tie. Grace Potter? No. Ah! So Ben is out and mathematically eliminated. Sauce, you need this for the tie. Hawk and Josh still going for the win. AJ playing. Spoiler. Item 12. Clue number three. Was once decapitated. Well, that didn't fit. (laughs) Clue number four. Was once a billionaire's assistant and love interest. Oh, damn it. Clue um, number five. Was once married Josh. to... The- Josh for the win! Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah! 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 Josh wins! 
Bianca was high. Oh my gosh. One of the greatest moments in initials history. Josh, nicely done, man. How do you feel? Josh, how do you feel? Amazing. <laughs> oh my god. It still gives me chills. What a great moment. I mean, that was that was so cool. And it, you know, it was it was really interesting how there were a couple of times there he rang in right as Corey was about to read a clue. So you could tell he was really thinking about it and really trying to put the puzzle together and he wasn't going to just wait for the next clue. It's like, I am, I'm going to jump on this. So uh, yeah, he, uh, he did it, nailed it and got a huge ovation and well-deserved. It was such a, where were you moment? Um, for me, we always talk about on here about, uh, you know, people like like Sauce relates uh, national tragedies to what he ate for breakfast that morning. Um, I always remember exactly where I was when a big moment happens on the power trip, and uh, that was definitely a where were you moment. Yeah, for sure. Uh, very very cool. It's it's always awesome when you know they give the Rubes a chance to play like that, and um, you know it's it's got to be a little bit intimidating because you know as far as Josh knew he was just going there to watch a show and all of a sudden your name gets drawn and next thing you know you're up on stage and just rolls right to the victory so absolutely an uh, awesome moment and who knows maybe we'll we'll see something like that happen again at Detroit. can you imagine if a rube won a major that would be insane. oh my god that would be nuts um I, I'm kind of having this idea on the fly, and maybe we, it would have been a way better bit for the podcast. Um, but what if we could have got Josh on here, and we could do like a Slumdog Millionaire? It'd be like a Slumdog Initials Air. Um, <laughs> he can he could relate back to like why he knows like why what he could come up with for Gwyneth right. Paltrow. You know, he went. It, it, you know his dog died that day or something and you know he's eating popcorn and watched a gwyneth paltrow movie or something like that my guess is he was 13 and had some salsa blue so that's my <laughs> guess for gwyneth paltrow in a fresh bag of tube socks <laughs> for sure well and you know and i said what what a moment it would be you kind of put odds out of the of the major. You had AJ at minus one twenty, Sauce plus one forty, Hawk at plus one sixty, Parish at plus eight hundred, and the Rube at plus two thousand, meaning twenty to one. I I gotta believe it's like like twenty to one. I that, to me that's not good value. I think it's an even longer shot than that. But um, but yeah, I, yeah. I, it, but it'll if be you make it to too see. high, I mean, because uh, Hawk Hawk has had the momentum. Um, you know, the last couple of weeks he's faded a little bit, so it'll be interesting to see if he can recapture some of that for the major, or you know, if uh, if AJ is gonna roar again and uh, continue to claim the majors. Uh, you know, who knows? We'll uh, we'll see how it goes. The the good guys have been absolutely nailing it lately, so we could uh, we could see our first good guy major win. Yeah, we could. Um, I think with those uh, lines that I posted, I think me and you should do a bet for the initials major. Uh, put a Kaniac on the line. I, I don't know how you want to do it. You want to do a quick snake draft? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I mean, you can either, I say, yeah, like either you get AJ, Parrish, and the Rube, or you get Sauce and Hawk. Okay. And I'll let you choose. Um, I will take, I'll take Sauce and Hawk. Okay, so I got AJ, Parrish, and the Rube, so... We'll do that for Kaniac, and I have another bet for you right at the end of the show, too, so don't let me forget, mm-hmm. uh, but that'll have to come after Quotes Notes, which starts now. Big, back that thing up. Back that thing up. Back that thing up. 
Back that thing up. Back that thing up. Who? Playing with back that thing up. All right, Dave, what do you got? Well, there's been two shows since we recorded last, so I don't have a ton of quotes notes. <laughs> um, mostly, mostly just thinking about the um, Tommy Olsen doing the Stone Cold, you know, throw me two beers, <laughs> slam them together. Yes. And um, that was... <laughs> I, I mean, we knew that Tommy, you know, was going to do something special and he could have done, you know, he could have tripped on his shoelaces and walked back off the stage and he, you know, he would have got a round of applause. But uh, uh, what a creative idea from, uh, you know, the Stone Cold Stunner himself, Tommy Olsen. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, you knew Tommy was going to bring the energy and it didn't disappoint. Yes. Oh, man, that was good. Um Nothing worse, uh, I, I wrote this, uh, there's nothing worse than people posting firework videos on social media. Uh, um, nobody wants to see that. No, it's, and, it's, and it's bad enough when they do it like for professional firework show, shows. It's doubly bad when it's like their own homemade show, like they bought their own fireworks right. and they're letting them off. I'm like, no, I like all these people that think like they're these, you know, showmen or something lighting off all these fireworks. I'm like, if you, if that's what you want to do, you know, go for it. Just be safe. But like, yeah, I'll see those on social media where somebody's at, they think they're like some, you know, famous, <laughs> famous showman or something by lighting off fireworks in their driveway. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, yeah. We, we get it. You're going to the fireworks show. Um, <laughs> next up, we already talked about it, but I, I won my $69 uh, bet on the Nathan's Hot Dying Contest. So I, w- I was very proud and, uh, you know, it was good for the bit. Hell it's yeah. the $69 coin toss and it's the $69 uh, hot dog over. So always um, take the over. Proud of that. Um, last one here. Um, I got reached out to by uh, a certain. Uh, promotions director for some ideas for the state uh, fair t-shirt for the power trip this year. And uh, I wanted to share my four favorite um, ideas that I've kind of come up with for this year. Um, The one that I post and and now I shared these with you. So the first one I have is, uh, I mean, this is going to be near and dear to your heart. Um, but it is life is better with money on the line. Now I'm um, going to ask you a question Chuck, about you... this t-shirt. Do you remember the 2019 Las Vegas trip when I sold a t-shirt that said life is better with I money know. on the line? This is not an original idea and you will be hearing from my lawyer. I know, but it, there was never a, like a po- actual power trip shirt made. And uh, I just think something with bets uh, I'm trying to help you here, Chuck. Uh, I'm trying to boost your brand. Uh, betting on the power trip has uh, been a big lightning rod uh, with the Rubes and with the guys in the show. Um, you're more involved in the show now. I, I feel like there should definitely be a gambling angle uh, when we're talking about the the State Fair T-shirt. See, I really want. I was really hoping Parrish would do the Parrish Slam, and I wanted to do the shirt that had the bet slips from all four of his major wins. And, uh, yeah. and just with some slogan like the rich get richer or something like that. Um, I thought that would have been the ultimate bet shirt. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a good shirt, but it's been done before. Yes. OK. Um, <laughs> what hasn't been done before is uh, my next picture here. Um, it is a vintage picture of Dark Star uh, yelling, probably chasing a trifecta from back in the 70s uh, in a full three piece suit. And it's just a white shirt with him. 
and um, it doesn't, you know, I'm, I'm thinking this whole visual thing for a shirt is probably doesn't play well on a podcast, but um, <laughs> I think uh, people have seen the picture before, so they know what yeah, we're talking about. I mean, when I did post it and do hashtag uh, Power Trip uh, KFM Pro Shop, uh, I did get their old retweet from Paul Allen. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's some overlap there. It's not just a power, it's a general KFN shirt. I mean, it's probably more a common shirt than, you know, than any other show if we're being real, but. Yeah, for sure. Uh, no, I, I, I like the shirt. The, I, I, you know, the, the problem, cause I was trying to think of what would be a really good dark catchphrase to put with it. And the problem with dark's catchphrases is they're fairly long. So, uh, Right. It's hard. He was never super succinct with a lot of things, and so it'd be hard to get like a a, a cute little you know one liner on there. So, but yeah, I I love the idea. Oh. I love the picture, and I would buy one. Okay, here's an idea. It's like a, a mock one hundred dollar bill, but it's a four hundred twenty eight dollar bill, and instead of green printed paper, it's denim. And it says $428 on it, and then it's Dark Star's face as, like, the president. Yep, I, you know, I the, like that. I like that for sure, yep. That would play pretty well. Um, next up, I have a, a tie-dye t-shirt, and it just says, Sorry I threw up on your grandma. Now, we uh, – this is kind of a front-runner for me because um, it all started with the Venmo payment uh, when – when, uh, Zach went out to Colorado and allegedly uh, may or may not have uh, picked up some edible fun stuff for some of his friends and got paid uh, with the Venmo line. Sorry, I threw up on your grandma. And um, so I guess there's some, uh, you know, uh, I, I think it'd be pretty funny. Just just say it for what it is, because Billy, we, we've got Lawyer Lambert as our attorney, so we're pretty safe from lawsuits here. Uh, he was a drug mule, so uh, just... Uh, yes, he was Just call space drug um, I'll be honest, not my favorite one, because uh, just the fact that there's throw up on a t-shirt, and then it's tie-dye, which looks a little bit throw-up-ish, uh, it's not something I would buy or wear. Well, I would, but um, <laughs> I... Uh... I eat edible marijuana, it, so maybe it, that's just playing to me. It would it would definitely appeal to a large segment of our audience, though. I, I will give you yes. that. <laughs> yes. I, I bet that would sell very well. Um, my <laughs> last one here, uh, which I think is a home run, um, it says, White Bear Math Team. I I love this one. Um, I think this is absolutely a home run. The only thing I like, I, I and I and I gave it some thought. And I I just could not come up with a good angle. Like if it was like the white bear, you know, white bear spelling team, and then you could like misspell a word. I wish there was some way to show like math on the shirt, you know, in addition to saying like white bear math team, but I just never figured out a good way to do that. But yes, I would, I would absolutely buy that. And, um, I think that would be a huge seller both inside and outside of white bear Lake. Yes. Uh, we could definitely get Ryan Carter sporting that shirt. <laughs> for he sure. probably, he'd probably buy a couple dozen boxes. Of <laughs> All his, he'd buy one for, we'd have to make like smaller kids sizes too. Cause he would definitely buy some for the girls. So, Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> I love no those those are great. I uh, I I do like uh, do like those. Like I said, not not all of them would I purchase personally, but um, I do think in their, each of their own ways they would all be uh, all be hits with the rubes. 
outside of picking them all apart, you know, you <laughs> love my ideas. <laughs> well, I'm like the, uh, you know, I just, I, I take your idea and I make it just a little bit yes. better. So. <laughs> yes. You're, you are, I am Meat Sauce and you are Corey Cole. <laughs> well, well done. I like those. All right. That's all I got. All right. Well, I was I was going to do one more bet with you. Um, and this is I, I'm only doing this because I have to go to the movie because the kid loves it or, you know, he, he loves the Looney Tunes characters. Space Jam 2 is coming out yes. in a couple of weeks here. So I'm going to be forced to sit through this. And this is, you know, this is a bet that you guys can take to your friends and stuff, too. I have zero inside information on this. I've seen the trailer. Um I, I can only assume that there's going to be, like, one final, like, epic game for, like, the title or the big victory or whatever. So, you know, you're, you're going to have to put your own parameters on this bet. But whatever the final big, you know, epic basketball game is in this, um, I have a feeling they're going to make it, like, a gigantic high-scoring game and everything. I am setting the over-under on the final game in Space Jam 2, the movie, at 350.5. So for a Kaniac, oh do you want the over or the under? Under. <laughs> All right, you're taking the under on 350 and a half. So I've got the over. Um, we'll, and uh, and we'll... can we can we all can we alter uh, the the stakes here on this one? Uh, we're gonna be in Vegas. Uh, very close after uh, the movie Space Jam release. I think it's even on that Friday. Um, can we do a Earl of Sandwich? Sure, let's do. Earl. We'll make it. Yeah, we'll we'll make an exception for this one. We'll um, because I'll have seen the movie by then because it comes out before Vegas, and we'll probably okay. go see it almost right away. So um, I will I will definitely know the result of my uh, whether I was way off on this or not. But uh, yeah, we'll I'll uh, we'll make it Earl of Sandwich for sure. Oh, that's literally all I can think about. Oh my God, <laughs> just uh twenty two. What is it? No, it's uh three weeks from tomorrow, so that would be twenty four five days, right? No, God, oh, I can't do math dude. right now. Twenty two days, jeez. White bear math. <laughs> I'm telling you, that T-shirt threw me off. Oh uh, yeah, twenty two days away, so I cannot wait. It's gonna be so much fun. So. Hope to see all you guys there, and if you if you guys are going um, and you haven't um, reached out to us or whatever, let us know because we definitely want to, at a minimum, um, shake hands, uh, kiss some babies, and if we owe you drinks, yeah. that's a good time to collect is out in Vegas because I know several of you oh, that yeah. we owe drinks to are going to be in Vegas, but if you haven't reached out, just uh, feel free to hit us up and let us know you're going to be out there because uh, we definitely want to meet all our listeners that we possibly can. So um, so And Patreon users, uh, stay tuned to your accounts for the uh, for the golf thing so um be on the lookout for that and in the meantime dave where can they find you you can find me on twitter or instagram at power trip quotes i'm out there all over the place as well um at power trip bets thanks for listening guys uh we may or may not do a show next week kids having surgery on friday um if mm. everything goes well then we'll do a show next week um if uh, if if things get hectic around the house we might have to skip next week um and come back with uh with a pre-vegas show um prior to that so all right thanks thinking for about you jack man all right thanks for listening guys we'll talk to you next week thank you for listening to the bets and quotes podcast be sure to give us a rating on itunes or your favorite podcast app and if you think we're hideous please lie we'll be right